The Voice America Talk Radio Network. There are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com and CC1Consulting.com. Delighted to be back with you again for another week and uh, delighted to be um, having a show today um, around um, soul and visionscaping with Lewis Parsons. Um, before we start the show today, I just want to talk about um, last week and to say thank you very much to my guests, Joe Adams and Derek Williams, on Great Service Sales, some really insightful stuff there. Now, don't forget that every single show is available in the archive. It's all completely free. Uh, so um, there's over 70 hours of, of great content to help you develop yourself and your business. And um, this is becoming a really major source for people to access information um, on, on subjects that might be helpful to help them develop themselves and their businesses. And uh, tens of thousands of people every month are now accessing this information, and it's there for free. So why not go and obtain it? Um, Another interesting thing that's happened over the last uh, last week or two is that um, the SBO magazine, that's the Small Business Owner Magazine. dot com, it's a top business magazine on the iPad, is now featuring the show every single month. So we've got a page in there, and I'm featuring a show every month. But there's some great content in that magazine, and they've had people like Dr. Ivan Meisner, who's on the show next week, the founder of BNI, um, some really really good um, content. And again, it's free. So uh, if you've got an iPad with the latest software, uh, go into the App Store and obtain the magazine. That's the sbomag.com. So how can you release creativity and energy in your workplace? Now, one way is through art. And I personally love art. Um, it's something that um, I just find um, fascinating. And sometimes art can enable you to put uh, almost things that are beyond words into into words. You know, looking at a piece of art for me con- conjures up all sorts of imaginations and sort of feeling. And um, many organisations are taking advantage of art as well. Um, organisations such as Hilton Hotels, Mars, and eBay and Microsoft all book my guest to help them do that to help them release their energy and creativity. Now, I met Lewis Parsons several years ago, and, and I have to say I was really fascinated uh, immediately by what he did, and we stuck up an instant rapport, and I remember that we were sitting talking for ages in a group of people and um, almost became completely oblivious to those around us. So I decided to book him to run a workshop um, at one of my events, and I also bought a series of his artworks called The Human Story. Um, the workshop was a huge success, and uh, I'm also um, delighted to hear that um, his um, uh, artworks went, a uh, recent artwork went for about £120,000 for charity. So I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to keep me in my old age with the paintings that I've bought. <laughs> I'll probably send them to the kids. Pass them down. I'll pass them down. <laughs> um, but also, uh, event, what we did is we created our own soulscapes. And um, although they weren't as good as um, soulscapes as Lewis Parsons, except, of course, uh, yours, Janice Brooks, who's been touch with me today on Facebook, um, it was a really, really inspiring and um, very thought-provoking process um, to be able to capture kind of your inner essence in a, in a piece of art. 
Now, for over 16 years, Lewis has devoted himself to understanding the human spirit. And this is really reflected not just in his art, but also in his writings and his talks and, and his art of authentic leadership workshops that he's run with lots of organizations that I've mentioned. And he's become exceptionally skilled at showing high-level business executives how to unleash their creative energy that lives within them and also uh, their company. Um, he's... Uh, what has helped him, I think, is his, uh, his communication skills. He's qualified as a professional insights coach, for example. And I think that allows him to really put people at ease and to capture the essence of what is most precious about them. His art's collected worldwide. He's recently been made artist in residence for the Four Seasons Cuda Hurrah Hotels and Four Seasons in London. Uh, just to let you know, the coup de hurrah is in the Maldives. I've just been uh, face googling it, sorry, and uh, it must be absolutely terrible for him because he's got to fly out to the Maldives, all expenses paid. He's got to rough it for a week or two at a time in a top hotel in one of the most beautiful paradises in the world. It must be just so tough for him. Uh, Louis is on a our freedom that lives in all of us, and uh, welcome to my guest today, Louis Parsons. Thanks very much, Chris. It's uh, it's great to be here, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's a real bind having to to go out to the Modis. I'm really glad you feel feel the pain of that one. I feel really sorry for you. It just must must be it must be tough. Um, <laughs> is, is it a place? Is it? Uh, it looks seems to be. Is it? It's it's absolutely fabulous. I mean, it won Conde uh, Conde Nast. Uh, uh, resort of the year award last year so um uh, they've actually uh, decided to use my artwork in the raw villa and the reception area and what happens is I, I go out and i end up um meeting guests from all over the world and there's some extraordinary people that you end up meeting in these places and um occasionally people feel enough connection to to what i do and, and the soulscape process to book a, a private commission so it's really exciting um and yeah, occasionally i also get to to take the the family out with me which uh is great too you know they uh Charlie went out with us uh, in in September last year, and his his first dip in a pool was the Infinity Pool <laughs> at the resort. So somehow I've got to find a way to keep everyone in the uh, in the life they're becoming accustomed to. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I think yeah, I think it's one that if this sort of things happen to you, I remember obviously I met you a, a good few years ago, and I guess at that point, you know imagining that you would be where you are uh, now and also getting the opportunity to go and experience being in you know beautiful parts of the world like that with your family expenses paid and things like that must just be you know a dream come true really um it is you know and uh it's funny i i came across one of my old vision boards recently and there are, there are pictures of um islands and blue seas and and people diving and uh you know, meeting manta rays and, and, and actually, and surfing and, and, and that's all part of something that goes on there as well. So it, it's quite amazing to see there's actually a lot of power in these things that can be quite easily brushed under the carpet, like, uh, visualization and, 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 and imagery and, and, and actually this, this funny thing called energy that people refer to in different ways really, uh, does seem to have some intrinsic, uh, power and, and and vigor to it so it, it's nice to know that it, i'm kind of walking my talk in a way i guess top tip there for us all actually if uh, if, if you're into vision boarding i haven't done it before um and you, and you <clears> fancy <throat> places like the maldives quickly get some pictures up there with sharks and 
Because <laughs> this works. <laughs> so, so tell us, I mean, in my introduction, I talked to Lewis about releasing creativity and energy in your workplace. I mean, what does that mean for you? Well, um, the, the workplace for a lot of people has uh, not even become, it's, it's existed in this place of um, being human doings rather than human beings. And it's, it, it, it's really uh, a place where if you're there, if you're present there, then this thing of work-life balance is kind of a little bit of a, a strange concept because you are there as well as you are at home. So it's really about life and life. Uh, you know, you're, it, and, and it's rare that we actually have uh, true authentic opportunities to uh, express some of the ideas we have, some of the creativity we might be having. And one of the most fulfilling processes in the world is, is the creative process. And you only have to look at any of the major monuments to humankind, whether it's cave paintings to the, the pyramids to the Sistine Chapel uh, or, or, you know, some of the major companies that have brought worldwide benefit and developed civilization. Every single one of those has been used using one thing, which is ultimately the, the creative process. And do you think that creative process is, is valuable? Because, you know, some things, if you're creating a, a vision, for example, some things are almost beyond words, aren't they? And somehow, as I think I mentioned in the introduction, with art, you can create things that have a, a meaning and a feeling for yourself and for, for an organization, perhaps, that mm. is just hard to capture in, in, in language. Yeah. Uh, absolutely and and you know you, you only have to look at the kind of uh that generally kind of adorns offices you know you remember, might remember successories and you still kind of see those around and <clears throat> they've almost become these trite little corporate emblems or or at best you know some kind of banal wallpaper which feels appropriate to to a workplace but but the the power of art is that it, in every single cultural revolution it's been represented by art or an artistic movement and and there is a genuine culture shift that can take place when you engage with the power of image and every company has a vision or at least if it doesn't it should have and and this vision well what happens to it you know it, it, it gets written down it gets popped in a drawer somewhere occasionally it might be brought up in the annual review if you're lucky but but a vision a true vision held by a leader that wants to lead an organization with the, the fullness of its visceral realities it's words it's images it's feeling it's felt and if that can be transmitted then certainly visionscaping is a very very powerful way to do it and you only have to look at the nature of words to realize that a word isn't just um a word there's actually there's images embedded into every single word that i use you know and you can use um the word leader for example will mean something completely different for one person than it does to another person, depending on their level of development and their experience of leadership. Um, but to get some kind of consistency behind a, a commonly held, or even better, a co-created vision is um, immeasurably powerful. And, <clears throat> you know, a lot of companies might be thinking, well, gosh, you know, art, how is that going to help our profit margin? Or at best, you know, it's an investment piece held by a bank. Or, But actually, what if... The company itself has had a hand in, in creating that artwork and it, it becomes a, a, a powerful symbol for um, the innate creativity that's just dying to be expressed in every single human being that's alive.
<clears throat> so what you you seem to be doing here is you know, if we if we think you, for, for are you creating for vision what maybe a brand logo creates for a brand because if you think about brand in you know, how much intellectual thinking goes just behind the design of a brand mm-hmm. are you doing the same thing for the vision yeah i mean as 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 we know a brand is is way more than a logo it's a it's a felt sense it's something that will compel you to act in a certain way or to uh to really inspire you to do something and 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 really a vision is exactly the same although um in a way by 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 using the visionscaping process what you can do is identify a whole realm of intangible uh, but very real aspects to what that vision points to and how it can bring benefit to the organization and to the people who connect with that organization ultimately depending on on the worldview of the leadership um, to the world itself can, can you tell us a bit about there's a little bit of a distinction as well isn't there between what you term soulscaping and visionscaping. Could you tell us what that, dis- you know, about that distinction? And then maybe it'd be good to also explore just, you know, how on earth did you get into this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I started out, um, uh, calling the, this whole process soulscaping. And, and, and the reason a, a soulscape is, is a, a, a personal work of art that reflects the very best of who you are. It captures, um, your heart, your mind, your soul. The, 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 those things that you aspire to, your values, your beliefs, uh, times in the past when you felt truly alive and, and what you aspire to in the future. And it's, it's a privately held painting. And either I, I started out where I was painting these soulscapes for people and I still do now. And, and that's primarily what I'm doing at, at Kudahar and, and with the Four Seasons and, and various other things. And I hold events throughout the year where I will, uh, invite people to think about times when they feel truly alive and I'll actually take that moment and after a personal consultation with that person, get that feeling from them and, and, and take that felt sense and create artwork out of it. So essentially I'm turning that person's energy into artwork. But then, um, a, a, another step that evolved out of that, I was quite challenged by uh, a company and they said, well, could you show people how to create their own soulscape? And, um, and actually that was when visionscaping started to be, started to, to be born because really visionscaping has this incredible, uh, business and organizational leadership, uh, application whereby you can create the future and you think about the future and what that felt sense of the future holds for you as an individual team and organization. And, um, I then kind of show people how to share that image and that vision with each other how to access that that um that that part that just goes beyond the mind and into the felt sense of these things and then actually how to create it in all on canvas so the organization the team does the creating not not just me um and that is ultimately what a visionscape is is this huge mosaic of individual pictures all pieced together which represent aspects of the organization and then at the the the, the level beyond that I will actually, having listened to 20, 30 or so, even more than that, 
different perspectives. We'll weave all these individual perspectives of the organization together into one huge artwork of art where, uh, that reflects back, you know, ultimate, the sum total of the organization. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that can be substantial pieces, but they're incredible fun and, and very, very energetic to, to produce. <laughs> when, when uh, Lewis came and joined, um, uh, myself and, and a group that I had together and we did some of this soulscaping. We, we created these little mini works of uh, soulscape ourselves. If you go to the, uh, my Facebook Be More Achieve More page, you probably have to like it first, but if you go on there, you'll be able to see, uh, the artworks that we created, um, which might give you a sense of uh, maybe what a soulscape is, is like, um, when you do, when you do it yourself anyway. Clearly not as good as if Lewis had done it for us, but, uh, it was good fun. Um, so, so what are, what sort of, we've got about three minutes before we go into a commercial break, but what sort of mm. problems do you see in the workplace, um, where, uh, you know, where your w- work can really help? Um, Visionscape can really help. I think, um, the, the, where Visionscape in particularly helps is where, um, it's, uh, it's when a leader wants to, transmit a, a vision in a, in a certain way but also really is re, uh responsive to to you know the supervisors and, and and to the people in the company as to what that vision could be so where there and where, where that falls down it's most easily seen and where it affects pros- profitability is where, where it's most easily seen if there's uh backbiting if there's a lot of politicking if it feels like lo- people are losing their way if it's if people are uh really kind of fighting their own individual corner um, as opposed to seeing the larger perspective of the company, then a visionscape can certainly help that because it provides a powerful emblem which, uh, uh, you know, a, a number of people can can unite behind. Um, and I guess it's also a, a profound way to release fresh inspiration and, and to use, you know, uh, to advance uh, an innovative product line, for example, have also used visionscaping in line with uh, branding and worked on, you know, I think it was a £10 million brand, um, uh, which which actually helps people clarify again what you know what what is this brand really really about so um a- any any number of applications really it's not just a fun thing to do although it's incredibly fun um but but there's some very um insightful uh, output and it can reveal obstacles that will uh, not not get you away from that vision but but actually help them become leap pads into that vision um so it's a, it's always a, an incredible honour to to see people creating together, and that act of co-creating it re- makes um, for a great sense of vulnerability amongst leadership and a willingness to share their own moments of aliveness too. I, I think what you're saying there, you know, people might be listening to this and thinking, well, you know, this is something that's really for me. Um, however, what I will I will say about this sort of process is I don't think I've been with a group of people who have really who they went who when we went through this process just really suddenly started talking at a very deep level at, at a level that would not normally be discussed really about you know how what they really felt and uh, and who they were as people and I have to say that uh, I was completely won over with it and just because as you say I think it got through to the authenticity of people uh, at a very very deep level and you often don't see that and I think we you know we we, we all came out of that feeling um very 
very enriched by it. And I can imagine doing that with a corporate team who've maybe got a few challenges. And, and I work with lots of teams like you do, but doing slightly different things, facilitating team development, etc. I think it can be a very, very powerful experience. Well, we're going to go to commercial break, but what after the break, what we're going to do is we're going to talk through with Lewis the actual process to do a soulscape, and um, perhaps you can, you know, you could even create one of your own and uh, and see what it's get a sense of what we're really talking about here and uh, and hope you get a sense of how powerful and valuable it is. So we shall be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com, CC1Consulting.com, and uh, delighted to be with Lewis Parsons at the moment and uh, talking about soulscaping. And that little noise that you just heard just then and probably heard before the break sounded like bells. It's actually, uh, about, we were just discussed in the break, it's Lewis's stubble on his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Manly so, stubble. Oh, my Not everyone can grow this kind of stubble. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it would make that sound. I thought you'd got one of your little, uh, your little, little ones, uh, rattle something. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, anyway, yes, yeah, so I, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of the wonderful things about having a young family is, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you get to work from home a little bit and, uh, you, you uh, the great thing about being on a radio show is you think you can get away with not having shaved that morning, but, but obviously I haven't. <laughs> 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 Absolutely no, it's uh, it, it's great. The good thing about radio, it doesn't really matter what you what you look like and yeah, vice for radio, absolutely. <laughs> but I sat on the seminar yesterday morning at eight o'clock in the morning, and I actually had my pajama bottoms on, which was. Quite <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking actually, and there was quite a, a good sized group on the line. I did actually mention it, and they did actually point out it was far too much detail. So I should maybe. Sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
speaking till about midnight the night before. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's move on to this uh, this Soulscape process and, mm. and and give people a real sense about that. You know what what is the process to do? And, and we're talking here about Soulscape, aren't we? Because the Soulscape is the more personal experience. A Visionscape is clearly something you do with a, a big organisation. So yeah, uh, that's we, right. You'll talk about Soulscape here. So if you want to. Uh, have a think through this process, then maybe you could cr- uh, create your own. So, t- tell us, Lewis, what is it? What's the yeah, for sure. I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm just in the throes of literally. I'm just writing up this entire process into in, in the form of a book, which um, is really excitingly got a couple of publishers interesting. So, so um, it, it, from this aspect, where someone can create their own soulscape, um, it's it's a very powerful and inspiring personal development tools so um there's there's a lot of talk uh are and and important talk about practicing presence and the importance of being present and you know one only has to look at kind of organizations like google where they've realized that um you know if you want to be more productive then you need happier people and therefore you need to increase your emotional intelligence to to increase that level of happiness but actually how do you increase your emotional intelligence and this whole new field, a new field really has been emerging for, for at least a decade is, is this field of spiritual intelligence whereby you can actually identify unless you can actually label your emotions, uh, and have the awareness to realize what state you're in, then, um, then you're, you're not really able to develop your emotional intelligence to a high degree. But for those people who can, it's, um, it's a very powerful thing to be able to say, gosh, I'm angry. Or gosh, I feel really disappointed that this project's failed. Or I feel, you know, uh, maybe mildly uh, excited. But what would happen if I was really enthusiastic right now? So, so th- this process kind of helps bring these moments to life. And the, the the first thing I'd like to do is actually point everyone to to my um, website, which is um, dot com, which is L O U I S parsons.com so that's my parents to thank for that one um and on there you'll see there's there's two tabs either soulscapes or the the soul art collection and um the other thing people are very welcome to do is if you sign up on any of these pages you'll be able to download a free book which includes um 40 pages of, of this kind of artwork so and and just ha- have a really quick look through at the images um that that are there and most likely there'll be one or two uh images that really land for you that really kind of evoke something which really make you think oh, you know I'd like I'd like to spend more time with that um so d- just pick one of those images and uh you know feel feel free to even uh download that onto your onto your laptop uh or or mobile device or whatever it is you might be using and if you're doing this at a later stage then Obviously, just feel free to listen to this this later and, and do this at a later stage too. Um, but uh, have a little look at those. And if there's one particular image now that you've found, what I'd really like you to do is, uh, you know, there, there's this thing called a private view that artists hold. And generally, private views are, uh, the, the private is, uh, the, the artist is largely absent and it's generally a lot of people wandering around looking at artwork and, and occasionally the artist might be there to share their perspective of what the artwork's really about. But I'm really interested in, 
in your perspective. I'm really interested in what inspires you or what, what, what this artwork does for you. And, and that's, that's the reason that it's been created this way. So, um, look at the piece and really for a moment, if there is a figure in the piece, then just put yourself in the place of the figure. And for a moment, imagine that you are experiencing what that figure is experiencing. And I'm just going to let there be bigger spaces between my words as you do this to let your thoughts, your busy thoughts, just let those kind of fade like clouds gently parting and just feel into the picture, feel into yourself for a moment. Now just consider what words could describe what you're feeling right now. How would you describe these emotions? What qualities does this image evoke in you? There could be qualities of inspiration or stillness. Maybe freedom. Or maybe something else. Maybe you feel quite challenged by an image. Maybe it it brings up some other interesting emotions like doubt or fear. Just notice what they are. And then just gently bringing yourself out of the painting, so to speak, and and, and bringing your awareness just back to you, back to your body, back to your hands. And just take a moment to write down what that experience was, what those feelings were. Now, here's the thing. Whatever you wrote down says way more about you as a person than it does about me as an artist. Although, obviously, it it does say something about the quality of the artwork, but there's no way I could have created a painting which enables you to feel these things. You have generated, you have created that experience. And those words that you've used, let's say it's flowing or uh, freedom or, or even anger or whatever it could be, is a created and generated emotion that's come from either um, an experience that you want more of in your life or a frustration, uh, but most likely it, that there's been a time in your life when you felt that or you know you can feel that. And and the fact is nearly every single human being wants to feel these emotions, these qualities on a more regular basis. And all of this points to, if you, if you take in, in to your awareness for the moment, the, the vast span of your life, there will be these individual moments that, that stand out like shining stars, timeless moments where you felt truly alive. And those moments were, are tiny gateways into 
this stuff, which is very real, um, quite hard to verify scientifically, but nevertheless, uh, it, it, most of us, when you, when you, when you get people, as you said earlier, into a room sharing this kind of stuff, will have experience, whether it's on their wedding day or the birth of a child or doing something they love to do, like surfing or diving or going for a long walk or looking at a sunset, will have experienced something beyond the tangible. And it's always positive, enlivening, exciting, and it, it's generally in a moment of uh, a convergence of, of, of new experience and challenge that we really light up inside. And so the thing is, what if you could magnify the number of moments you had that, both in your personal life and your working life? What if you had a work of art that really reminds you to get back into that place and enables you to feel that on a more consistent basis? I mean, to my mind, that could only make the world and the workplace and your personal life a way better place. Brilliant. I, I kept very quiet there, Lewis. It's, in fact, um, I'm almost in a meditative state now. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that the pro, is that the entire process? So that's, that's the first part of the process, which is the, the, the private view. And, and then... The, the, for, for you as a, as a, as a personal practitioner uh, of this, it would be to, to write down what those feelings are and actually to consider a moment in your life when you felt truly alive. So once you've kind of used these images to, to engage the, this aspect of yourself, which is often forgotten, then it's to, um, in fact, should we, should we do this right now? We've got, we've got a minute yeah, to, get, to just, okay. We've got about six minutes to commercial break, so. Lovely, okay. Feel free to. So if you were feeling in a meditative state, let's see how you feel after this one. Okay, so we'll go a little bit deeper and put yourself back into a moment when you felt truly alive. And again, it could be any moment in your private life, working life. You might even feel very alive in this present moment, which I seem to remember from the workshop was what happened to you, which, you know, is is great because it means you're... Getting close to enlightened, Chris. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're asking uh, you're asking me this question now, are you? So, uh, so uh, you're, no, this is a general question for everybody. Yeah, no, for everybody right now. Just think of a time when you felt truly alive, and there's almost certainly you know one or two. It might take you a little bit longer to really locate one, but right now, I just ask you to to think of a single moment in your past when you felt truly alive. And now assuming that you've got one, put yourself back into that moment when you felt truly alive and, and um, consider the environment around you and everything that's going on and what it was you were doing and the place you were in and the colours of that place. And just consider what was it you were seeing and feeling and doing. And how did all of this make you feel? And without saying anything or writing anything just at the moment, just reflect on the words. What words would help you articulate this felt sense of aliveness? And what, what colours could you use to describe this felt sense of aliveness? And some people feel it in their body somewhere or they, they feel it um, in a particular place. 
there might be a quality to this aliveness. And you, the great thing is you can just kind of make this up and, and, and play with it. For some people, they feel like there's a sense of rotation or dance or there's a, a feeling of bubbles or fireworks. Or for other people, it's just completely and perfectly still. And what colours could you use? The, if it's a kind of warm sensation, I might urge into the, the yellows and the warms and the oranges, or it, or it could be a cooler sensation, or it could be of blues and greens and turquoises, or it could be a combination of any number of these things. And just gently holding on to this feeling, just now open your eyes, if you are keeping your eyes closed, and, and, and literally just now, just find a page in your journal and write down what that whole experience was. <clears throat> Shall I share what mine was, Lewis? Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah for me, we've only got a few minutes to, to, the, to the break, mm. but for, for me, the thing that really came up was the, the time when I held my newborn first mm. son for the first time, and he opened his eyes for the very first time. Wow. Um, on, on the outside anyway. Um, and I was holding him and he was, I was looking at him, uh, and he was, uh, he was also holding my finger quite tight as well. Hmm. And I shall, I shall never forget that moment. It hmm. was, uh, a deeply, a deeply touching and very human moment and something I'm, I'm very proud of to think that I was the first person that he probably saw if he could see that far but he looked like he was looking at me and, and I tell him about that story regularly I told him about it this week and he loves to hear it um but for me it just it, it, it's a special bond mm, mm, wow I know exactly what you mean yeah wow thanks uh, so we've got a couple of minutes before we go into the break now I mean what's, mm. what's next what's next well um you 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 kind of write down that whole experience and then um there's a very simple set of art materials you can use that you can obtain from nearly any craft or art workshop and in one of my art of soulscaping workshops i I show you how to create using very very simple oil pastel and painting techniques how you then create that as an image and you can store that feeling of that moment as a, a memory in your in your journal and as a, a, a point in your um, development journal, if you like. And um, all the other option is occasionally um, people ask me to take those moments and create artwork out of them too. I'm fabulous. I do know. If, uh, I do know people who went away from my workshop and they're still uh, still creating bits and pieces for their for their rooms after uh, after having done that with you. Um, oh. So it's, it's it's a very um, yeah it's a very sort of powerful powerful process and you know t- reflect on that and see what what comes up for you. So after the break we shall uh, we shall move into into more conversation and uh, I think we'll be a bit less hypnotic. So I've got a couple of <laughs> minutes to get to get myself out of the hypnotic stake and back uh, back into the real world again. So we shall be back with you again in just two two minutes. <laughs> When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. 
Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at themoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is the former Secretary of the Treasury under President Bush, Mr. Paul O'Neill. Mr. O'Neill will be here to talk about why reinvesting Clinton's surplus in Social Security was a good idea, how the current global recession was predictable, and what is needed to secure America's financial future. Don't miss Paul O'Neill this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, yes, Pia. Great to hear from you. If you want to email me and let me know what you thought of this, uh, the show and the, the, the content, or uh, do leave comments on my Facebook page at Facebook slash Be More Achieve More. Um, really good to get your inputs and thoughts and, and ideas. So, so we've been through a very meditative stage. I don't think I've ever had a stage phase quite like that in an interview on on my show. We've hit show number 71. It's just wonderful to get the you know variety of, of content. But I shall remember that, and you know, well worth people reflecting on it i guess at a, a quieter time particularly if they were driving their car or something like that <laughs> yeah not a good idea <laughs> yeah. Can, can you share with us you, know, you clearly come upon this process yourself uh, over many years of reflection i mean what's your sort of background and, and how did you come upon this yeah well uh, i mean it's 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 been through a series of very long happy accidents really and um i, I mean ju- just to say w- once you once people have have kind of written down the, this feeling there's three really simple things again which have emerged through these years and years of playing with this process and finding out what works for people and what doesn't and uh, I'll, I'll gladly put together a list of you know the art materials you'll need to create your own artwork and and just uh, the simple rules of creativity, which uh, came from uh, from from my from my travelling actually um, about ten years ago. Um, but those simple rules are the main one is to realise that it's impossible for you to make a mistake. And as you reflect upon this image and you start to create from it and use you know whether it's all pastel or paint or all paint on canvas 
to move very, very quickly, but just keep using that central point as a, uh, as your source of inspiration. And, um, and, and, and you'll know when the piece is finished, you just got to keep working on it. And, uh, and generally people finish these things in about 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes and, and they're remarkable little pieces of art. Um, and the, the way I kind of hit upon it was I was working for a, a company years and years ago after I'd finished university and I, I felt like I was being creative, but I, I was actually web designing and, and ultimately managing web design department, but I kind of was feeling these urges that I had more to bring. And I had gone to art college, although um, I, that's another story in itself. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, I, I knew that I had this artist in me, but I just really wasn't giving it the, the opportunity to to express and come to the surface. And who would have thought that an artist could actually, you know, how make a good living and, and support a family, let alone, you know, be able to have some of the wonderful experience of being able to. It's just not on people's or certainly my radar that it's a possibility. So as I refused to listen to these urges, eventually it kind of transpired that um, the company I was working on got bought out by another company and I suddenly lost all motivation just to stay and, and put the hours in and make it work. And I handed in my notice <clears throat> And literally within the space of three or four hours, I had everything changed. Like I handed in my cars, my, my, it's just a single car, <laughs> my car, my car, my car keys, my, my laptop, my, um, you know, I was actually, um, living with my mentor and his family at the time and that changed. So I got dropped home and, uh, and I just thought, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm at ground zero here. What? What do I do next? I can either go out and get another car, another job, or um, uh, or uh, this little kind of intuitive voice said, or you could travel the world. <laughs> and it took me all of three seconds to decide what to do. And uh, I went into uh, into town and bought a round the world ticket uh, within the space of a week, and um, and just packed my bags and, and and travelled for. It was going to be just a year, and ended up being nearly two years. I travelled through Southeast Asia and Bali and I surfed in Sumatra and I climbed in Thailand and met incredible people along the way and some not so incredible people along the way as well. And my whole perspective on life really changed and travelling really does that. You know, if you're open to it, it just, uh, it got me away from what many people might describe as quite a staunch evangelical fundamentalist Christian background um, to to more kind of broader and exciting and yet no less spiritual perspectives and <clears throat> and um, and then I ended up landing in Australia uh, and I'll never forget this moment this is probably one of my moments of aliveness which is probably when I created my first ever soulscape without realizing it I didn't even call it a soulscape at the time but uh, I was in this place called Margaret River, which is a beautiful place on the on the west coast. It's about two hours drive south of Perth, overlooking this incredible rugged um, uh, countryside. It's mainly limestone and, and like a quality of light that's very similar to St. Ives actually, but very rough seas. And I, I was attempting to surf there, but I broke two surfboards. Uh, so I thought, well, maybe I'm here for another reason. And I was living in this little caravan on a vineyard and, uh, and I saw an art shop and I just thought it's about time I did that again. And I was so worried, so, uh, frustrated that I hadn't 
created something just for myself for such a long time and all these emotions came but i did it anyway i just bought a little set of all pastels some uh, some paper and masking tape and made a little square and filled the whole block of color just looking at the ocean and um I, I looked up after five minutes of furious creativity and i it was just completely timeless absolutely timeless and it's just the tiniest sketch but I, I looked at it and there were all these colors in it and i realized that i wasn't just painting the ocean i was i was capturing how i felt about the ocean and just something unblocked and it was just a really beautiful moment and that was when the first soulscape happened at the time i called them inner portraits and i did a series of other little pictures and i got a painting in a gallery out there and then I brought my entire sketchbook home uh, after training to become a dive instructor and thinking all this artistic stuff was total rubbish and nonsense and had no dream I'd ever show my sketches to anyone. Um, but then I, I, I always had a fascination with personal development and I approached a personal development company when I came back to England and they asked me what I'd been up to. And of course, generally companies don't want to hear I've been traveling for two years. <laughs> um, but I told them about some of the artwork I've been doing and they, they looked at the sketchbook and there were seven pictures in particular, which, um, they're quite hard to describe it. Well, the first one was quite, uh, it showed an evolving sense of transformation that went through from a tiny spark to two tiny sparks to a third little image, which was three sparks joining together and eventually this picture of harmony. And they said, we absolutely love these. And we do the seven-stage course all about transformation. We'd love you to paint these pictures for us. And I got my first commission, and I just couldn't believe it. And then made this connection with insights, personality profiling, other personality profiling tools, which start to describe um, personalities in terms of color. But they use kind of a common sense, you know, red people. We all know what red people could be. They've got a lot of fiery energy and they like to get things done. Green people, they're kind of laid back and relaxed and let it go, nurturing kind of types. And yellow is extroverted and gregarious and love new experiences. And, and the blues are completely opposite. They love to have the detail and the research and they love to spend time introspecting and just making sure absolutely everything is in its place and 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 do a desire for finishing and perfection and that that just landed it for me when i saw that distinction or that that link that connection between personality and color was when i started to create what i call the inner portraits at the time and then the soul element started to emerge because of course personality and, and psychometric tests the best ones in the world still won't actually help you see who you really are. There's that element beyond the personality, which um, is very, very hard to describe and access and make accessible to to more and more people. But I absolutely know and believe that creativity is just a beautiful thing to be able to enable uh, everyone to do that, every single person, I believe. I, that's very true. I, th I, I use a lot of psychometric tools Talent Dynamics is one I use. Mm. I've got a number of other by a company called Paveway that I'm getting very fond of. Um, but actually, you're right. They 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 go to a, a level just kind of below the surface, don't they? Mm. Um, and, and start to help to understand maybe where you're in your flow or um, 
uh, maybe get uh, you know a sense of uh, of how you're feeling about things or how your your personality might be but actually mm. to get right down to that real kind of core essence which is what you do is that psychometric tools don't tend to tend to be able to access that that deeper meaning do they no no that's right and in a way how can they i mean there's different levels to the to the mind and these things have been constructed using um use using a certain parts of the mind and uh, I, i'm sure you know there'll be 10 years in the future where there'll be entirely different ways to measure these things um but right now you know it's almost like we're just kind of reaching out little tendrils in the in the dark and, and just trying to make the most of it as we can um and you know i love t- talent dynamics and I, i've probably done most of the psychometric tests out there um but there's still something about just having a regular practice of stillness and having a regular creative practice, which just gives you that extra bit of juice to, to get, not just get through the day, but to, to make the most of your day and, 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 and your life and your team and your organization. That's, um, it's an, it's an amazing time to practice these things. Okay, well, you're, you're going to pull this little uh, pack of, or a kit of, uh, of what people might need to do their soulscape. I'll also stick mm. that on bemoreachievemore.com as mm. well, and mm. so people can access that from my site and, and yours. But I just want to, we've just got another couple of minutes before I need to wrap up now. So I wonder, mm. what are the, what are the key messages that you'd like to leave us with today? I think for, I think some of the key things are, um, in this day and age, and the level of complexity that we're asked to deal with, I mean, even if that's just raising a family in this day and age, or whether it's actually raising a family and owning your business in this day and age, or whether it's being a CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation, we're, we're, we are required to deal with so, so many things that are just beyond normal levels of uh, consciousness and awareness. And to have a practice of creativity, I would say, is completely essential to help you make the most of, um, of most of the obstacles that we're facing. And, and, you know, nobody knows even what it looks, the world could look like in six months' time, let alone five years' time. The best visioneering in the world, imagineering, cannot show us. So we have to make the best of what we can. We have, and, and having a creative practice like soulscaping, helps you just give you that little next step um i I also firmly believe in 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 the the power of art to to transform um whether it's you as a person or or an organization that that there's something intrinsic in it and it's fallen to the wayside um but but it's time that it was brought back to the the forefront and uh i guess that you know the other thing is um is really just to stay as true and authentic as we possibly can to that core being, to that uh, that sense of who we know we really are that, that emerges in these moments of aliveness. Stay true to that and we'll have the most fulfilling and exciting lives we can possibly imagine. Fantastic. Lewis, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. I hope you've enjoyed being on the show. No, thank you. It's been really good to be on here. Yeah, and, uh, and great to speak to you, Chris.
Uh, you're welcome. And if you'd like to find out more information about Lewis, go to www.lewisparsons.com. That's L-O-U-I-S-P-A-R-S-O-N-S.com. Yeah, um, as Lewis mentioned, you can download his free ebook, Opening to the Soul. It's got 20 pages of stunning artwork, and they are, for anyone who's looked at his site, it's, uh, it's well worth going to look at. Now, the next, next week, I'm absolutely delighted to be interviewing Dr. Meryl Coslow and also friend of this show, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Now, if you've, if you've not heard of, um, Ivan, he's the, was the founder of BNI, um, Business Networking International, the world's uh, biggest networking organization. And Dr. Meryl Coslow has, has, uh, a, a, been a, um, help people in terms of uh, buying sort of luxury real estate in Florida. She's written a book, uh, co-written a book about self-made, becoming self-made. It's about how to generate wealth like a millionaire. But, you know, as with this show, um, there's an authentic, um, real basis and grounding um, to that. Uh, now, it's... Um, so that will be really, really good. So do join us for that. And if you've got any questions or feedback, please send it to Chris at BeMoreAchieveMore.com or uh, visit my Facebook page. Do like Facebook.com slash BeMoreAchieveMore. And I'll be increasingly now sharing top tips and ideas that have been inspired through my work, uh, through my study, and uh, the real privilege that I have of, of uh, interviewing many people and establishing many collections with connections with thought leaders from all over the world. So uh, do um, like that page and and do participate, and I shall look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com.